Welcome to The Success Scenario. I'm your host, Dustin Abrego. On The Success Scenario, we meet and hear from current LCC students, people just like you who have faced challenges, why they chose LCC, and how they turned their situation into a successful one. Hello, everyone. Thank you again for joining us again this week. My name is Dustin Abrego, and I'm joined by... Christine Reed. So, you're going to LCC. Yes. What semester are we in right now for you? If I got my associate's degree, it would be the semester right before the last one. Um, okay. If I was going the three-in-one, which is what I'm looking at, okay. um, I've got a long way to go. Okay. So, we're already getting into this. Three-to-one. Mm-hmm. What does that mean for people that are maybe not sure about what LCC is about and what a three plus one program is? Oh, it's amazing. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I yeah, like saving that. money. So sure. LCC, because they've got the greatest rates mm-hmm. in the area, I am a Lansing resident. So, of course, I have resident rates, which is great. Um, we are able to go to school with the university center being able to give you a little bit of the um, bachelor's programs without the bachelor's big expensive price. And then when you're done with all of that, you transfer to the actual university and then it's only maybe a year and then you'll be able to complete your degree for way less money. And you're taking classes here though, even though they would count for a bachelor's degree in the three plus one, right? Right. Okay. Which university are you going to be, are you enrolled in that currently? Or you, okay. Which one are we looking at for you? We're looking at Devonport and then North, Northwood. Northwood. Okay. What program are you in now? I'm a business major with a human resources focus. Okay. So that would be what I'm looking to do. The business major part without the human resources focus would be Northwood. Okay. But they have a master's degree in human resources. So I have to speak with them a little bit more about that. And then Davenport does have both the um, bachelor's and the master's degree when it comes to human resources. Why do you want to do these things? Because you're currently, you said when we walked over here, you said you're also working, right? So you're not just student hanging out, going to classes, chilling, right? You're, no. you got a life and doing a bunch of stuff, right? Right now I'm a customer service representative mm-hmm. um, over the phone in a phone center um, okay. local, which is great. They do have opportunities to advance, but sure. my major thing is that I want to help people to succeed in the role that they're in. Mm-hmm. And if they're not succeeding in that role, find them a different role instead of recycling people and, oh, no, you don't, you don't work anymore. You don't work out. And then just discarding them, mm-hmm. find them a place where they can succeed and excel in that role. And I think it's great because then people are invested in, mm-hmm. which is the biggest company investment is people. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of my thing. You don't sound passionate about that at all. Wow. I can tell it all. <laughs> Just a wee little bit. I really, you know, I've seen people yeah. get disheartened and be like, I'm not succeeding in this and I don't know why. And they feel badly and they're not being helped to help them to be able to get a a good interview or a good view or a good mm-hmm. whatever their thing may be at mm-hmm. at that workplace. And the people are just like, well, that person didn't work out. Just fire them. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. Why? Yeah. Retrain them. Yeah. If they're not doing well in here, switch them to something else. Maybe Mm. they'll do better in that. And once those people get it, because I'm a mentor at where I work right now, once those people get it, they take off and they're loyal. Mm. 
mm-hmm. and they come to work and they're happy, mm-hmm. why would you not want to invest in your people? Yeah. Where did this passion for like people overall come from? Cause you're like doing this job right now. And then you're like, Oh, I'm all, all in on people. Cause when I work with students, sometimes figuring out that passion mm-hmm. and that like, not just go for your passion. Cause I feel like that's sometimes lighthearted, but the, right. this is what pulls me forward, like right. emotionally for work and other things and a career. Like, how did you find that out? Cause like you're, you're definitely in that. And like, oh. I get excited. That's why I'm grinning <laughs> like an idiot over here. Cause like hearing you talk so passionately yeah. about that is like inspiring and it's fulfilling for me. So like, how did you go about finding that for yourself? Oh, well, I, it's weird how I come about this. Um, mm-hmm. I was a restaurant manager okay. and I saw a lot of that discarding mm-hmm. and it killed my soul. Oh. I absolutely hated it. And then years later, I was actually working at Beekman Center mm-hmm. as a custodian. Okay. And I saw the staff there find the key mm-hmm. to these kids being able to succeed. Mm-hmm in like the little jobs at school or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was like that, that's what I want to do. I want to see, you know, somebody's got a disability. I don't Mm -hmm. like disabled. I like different ability because I can do what you can do. I just have to do it differently. Of course. And that's fine. So the people that are doing, you know, oh, well, I can mop a floor. This kid got so excited because he was like, I mopped the whole floor. And Mm -hmm. I can do that. Mm -hmm. And he was, it's such pride. Mm -hmm. And he felt such accomplishment. And you you can't put a price on that. It was amazing. Mm -hmm. So that's really where my passion got. I was doing the accounting focus. That's a lot of numbers. I love numbers. But Mm -hmm. it didn't help me to really, I really like people. And I really want to help people to be able to succeed in life and help themselves. Mm -hmm. So. Mm I, again, I'm like smiling like an idiot over here as well, because that's my biggest passion is helping people find and excel at whatever their performance of what they're doing. And that's really fulfilling for me. So I'm glad I get to talk to someone that also appreciates that. It means a lot to me. Is this your first time going to college then? Is this like a second time career change type deal? Can you maybe talk to me about that and what that looks like? Well, when I graduated high school, I wanted sure. nothing to do with college because I was in college prep classes the whole entire high school career. I hated it. It was yeah. so much. I didn't realize that college would be a lot more fun. Um, so <laughs> we kind of focused on family. Mm-hmm. I have three children. Okay. Um, and then in 2012, um, my husband is disabled now. Um, mm-hmm. He got really sick sure. and he couldn't work anymore. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, now I got to find not just a job. I need to find a career because mm-hmm. now I have a family I have to support. Mm-hmm. So in 2012, we I started LCC. Well, sure. my financial aid got screwed up because of, you know, financial aid stuff. And I stopped for a while because mm-hmm. I was doing full-time work. Well, Michigan Reconnect lot. comes up and sure. Futures for Frontliners comes up. And I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'd be stupid not to try during pandemic when I'm, I'm fully working full time, but I'm a custodian at a, a school that's mm-hmm. closed. So I have time. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm able to do my job and then focus on my schoolwork as well. Mm-hmm. That's what got me back. So those two programs are amazing. So for those listening in future frontliners was offered by uh, the state of Michigan mm-hmm. to provide education for people that were working right. overall. 
Um, and then also Michigan Reconnect are people that are 25 and older mm-hmm. that do not or haven't finished a degree really, again, to reconnect them to education and what that looks like. And it provides coverage in the tuition and dollar cents in that way. Mm-hmm. Not all the fees. So it's not an everything, everything no, type deal. But it helps. It helps a lot mm-hmm. to help um, engage people back into education to find what they're looking for mm-hmm. and not just a job because you're doing this to fulfill a need. Right. What were you majoring in the first time you were here? That was the accounting major. Okay. I was a business major with okay. an accounting focus. Okay. And I thought, okay, well, I mean, I was... I've done a lot of jobs. Tax preparation was one of them, and I absolutely mm. love numbers, and mm-hmm. I loved helping people with their taxes and stuff, so mm-hmm. I thought that was really pretty phenomenal. But I was looking into, for one thing, I always tell my kids, mm-hmm. look at the environment you're in. Mm-hmm. What can you make money on? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. my sister is a, she's got a master's degree sure. in archaeology. Sure. What okay. is she doing right now? Not archaeology. So... Mm. I wanted them to show their focus and understand that you need to look at your environment and see, one, what are you passionate about? Mm -hmm. And two, how can you make money out of being passionate Mm -hmm. about that? That way you can actually use the degree that you just paid a lot of money Mm -hmm. for. And I like your perspective on that because you framed it not of money first. Mm -hmm. And in general, people get weird when you bring up money, but like also you have things to do and stuff. Does it? create happiness no it helps you get through the door to find the thing ultimately and Mm -hmm. you starting i think again with what do you actually like really care about Mm -hmm. and then how can you use that Mm -hmm. to find like what's the overall like how does that overlap in those circles for you like i think that's really powerful did you come up with that on your own was that something that you because you said you've instilled this and kind of tried to teach your family and, and this is important for you all Where did that come from for you? It was by a lot of observation, just Mm -hmm. seeing like I have a a really good friend who was a um, store manager. What is his major? Mm -hmm. Criminal justice. Yeah. What are you doing with your degree? You can't Mm -hmm. get into criminal justice. Okay. So you're, you know what I mean? And I asked him a lot. Do you regret your schooling? And he said, there are times he regrets the schooling, but he does use some of the background schooling Mm -hmm. because he was a a minor in psychology in life anyway. But that could have been learned in a different way. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? He could have done business with the like a psychology minor because a lot of businesses, psychology, it really yeah, for is. Sure. Yeah, working with people. Right. And I mean, he's very good at what he does. Mm-hmm. But looking at how much you spent, opportunity cost. Mm-hmm. It literally is. And I mean, I understood opportunity cost before I knew what it meant. And when I took <laughs> right, that right. class, I was like, that's it. Mm-hmm. You've got to figure out what are you losing mm-hmm. to gain? Mm-hmm. And if it's not worth the cost, you might want to rethink what you're doing. You should be interviewing me. I feel like, <laughs> I feel like we should really switch right now because you're like, you're hitting these people up that you've worked with mm-hmm. with some, I don't want to say hard questions because that makes it sound like you're being difficult, but like, that's not the case. I think you're being, you're looking for um, honesty and for people, not that they're lying, but I feel like sometimes telling the truth, Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's just one of those things where he knew where I was coming from because mm-hmm. he knows that I'm not, you know, a snot or nothing. I'm just like, <laughs> right. okay, 
I'm doing this. Yeah. Am I wasting? My, you know what I mean? Like, mm. am I wasting my time looking mm. at this and doing what I'm I'm yeah. doing? And I'm gaining guidance from people mm-hmm. in different things. Mm. Do you think maybe not necessarily just your friend or other things that I, I would even put myself in this category? My undergrad is in broadcasting. This is the one way that I'm using it is right now, if you can tell. That Otherwise, really cool, <laughs> it's really cool, but... Uh, it maybe gave me some skills and um, applicable to where I'm working in education right. now to get my master's and do stuff like that. But do you think that in your example that getting the education, but then doing this other job, do you think maybe people make choices or life gets in the way or like, cause suddenly it's not, I have this talk with students quite a bit where I go, they're like, maybe I'll take a semester off. And I try not to go, yeah, you're already, I already see your face, right? Yep. The research I know mm-hmm. and my like experience is like, it's not going to be a semester. Mm-hmm. It's Other, not. You, you talk, you, you it elaborate, wasn't. elaborate. It literally was not a okay. semester. Is that what you planned it to be? I did because mm-hmm. my financial aid screwed up. If it okay. wasn't for the financial aid, I would have never stopped. Mm-hmm. But because stuff happens, life sure. happens, whatever. Sure. I was like, I will pause to get this taken care of. And I, it took me, let's see. So, I mean, it took a while. It took years. I mean, I don't regret gaining mm-hmm. the wisdom that I was able to gain and the friendships and the network and everything else that I was able to gain. I still talk to the people that I worked with during that break. And I financially, I'm better off now because I work in a place right now that's mm-hmm. actually you know, helping pay my bills. So Mm -hmm. it's lovely. So I don't regret that, but Mm -hmm. I strongly encourage people to really look at the opportunity cost. My daughter stopped and I'm like, so not to be a, you know, a typical mom. (laughs) Mom did this. Mom doesn't want you to do what I did. And I have always taught my kids that because I didn't go to school. I decided family Mm -hmm. was going to be something that we would focus on first. Sure. And I've shown them, look at the struggle we had to have because we were not financially set. Mm -hmm. And I could have been a lot better off. Your childhood could have been a lot smoother. You know, financially, they don't care because they're provided for and they don't understand (laughs) all that. But when they're getting older, they're like, oh, yeah, mom couldn't give me this one thing that I wanted for Christmas that one year because it was probably some. I mean, I'm sure that that's not what they thought about they probably not it, it, when you were a kid do you remember being like oh they didn't give me this or yes. that they were maybe stressed out mm-hmm. about money xyz right. the yeah. thing and you'd be yeah. like can i do this and you're like no and i try to be as straightforward and honest as possible dude we can't afford that mm-hmm. right now mm-hmm. but it of course depended on how old they were too sure so you know it's one of those things it's a balancing act you don't want to mm-hmm. overshare but you don't want to show them that it's like no. And then I'm not going to explain to you, we just can't afford that right now. Mm-hmm. But we might be able to afford that later. Welcome to the parenting podcast. My name is Dustin Abrego. No, that, that's super great. I, I just wanted to comment that, like, don't undervalue yourself as a parent. Because clearly, even from the way you talk about your kids, and I can see you get, like, excited. I know, I know, you get excited about them and everything. And, like, putting them first doesn't make you no. good, bad, or the other. But... As but, you said, like, don't do what I did. Right. Like, 
hey, <laughs> really focus on, yeah. you know, like, okay, I have like my kids, my mm-hmm. daughter right now, she's mm-hmm. in, she's double majoring at mm-hmm. LCC. Sure. And I told her, don't think that you have to, you know, leave home. Mm-hmm. I got this. Mm-hmm. Focus on the school. Mm-hmm. Get as much as you can get now. As little mm-hmm. amount of debt, I'm assuming. Big time. Yeah. Big time. Exactly. Because the yeah. debt is, you know, <laughs> and it's not getting any better. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really a good thing. You're at home. All your needs are provided. You mm-hmm. only have these little bills. Try to stay on focus with this. I want to champion my kids to be able to be who they need to be. Yeah. And yeah. I see her her vision for her future. And it's amazing. That's so, so exciting. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. Sorry, we got way into your like family <laughs> life there for a minute. But thank That's you for okay. sharing. What would you tell someone then that is like maybe like, I don't know, maybe I'm going to take a semester off or like I'll start next year. Weigh your opportunity cost. Okay. Seriously. Okay. Because if you cannot uh-huh. even, of course, then of course, yeah, don't because then you're just going to stress yourself out. Mm-hmm. I was talking actually to one of my coworkers because mm-hmm. I was telling her about the the program we have at work is mm-hmm. that they're offering us to work 30 hours and get paid for 40 because of enrollment at LCC. And That's I was awesome. the guinea pig. <laughs> so <laughs> okay. that was really awesome. And I'm trying to spread the word so yeah. that people know about this opportunity. It's yeah, an amazing course. opportunity. Yeah. And um, she was like, oh, I'm going to take three classes. And I'm like, no, just a minute. Uh, I'm not sure you're working. Okay. Not that, not that you can't. Not that you can't. However, think about this for a minute. And mm-hmm. I go, mm-hmm. how many, how many credit hours? 12. Mm-hmm. You're a full-time student at that point in time. You're full-time working kind of maybe scale that down half. Yeah. And she took my advice and she's going to be doing that. That's awesome. But we're also very good accountability partners. So if you find somebody cool. that you can yeah. be accountable with, mm-hmm. that's Awesome. Mm-hmm. And as many as possible, like I'm accountable my, to my kids. Mm-hmm. I asked my son, did you get this stuff done? He goes, no. And he goes, hey, how's your homework coming? Keep me accountable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I welcome that because yeah. I want people in my life to keep me on mm-hmm. focus in, in a loving and helpful manner. Yeah. Anytime I've worked with students that are parents and have whatever, this is where I like do the parent guilt to them. Even though <laughs> I'm not a parent be like, how do you want to model education for your kids? Right. And then they're like, dang it. Yeah. I, yep. I'll be at the table again tonight and we're all going to do homework together. Mm-hmm. And, but it works. And Truly. like, they like, even if they don't want to do it, they know that oh, I'm setting, I'm setting the example Truly. and that's, what's important overall. And we've been able to take the opportunity at the library mm-hmm. And my daughter and my son and I will mm-hmm. sit there, lock ourselves in one of those amazing rooms that are quiet <laughs> yeah. and just be focused on getting this homework done. And then if you have a question, I'm right here. Yeah, It's really, really impactful for him to see that not only am I preaching, get mm-hmm. your stuff done, I'm actually walking, getting mine. Right. Talk to me about your successes here at LCC. What's something that you're like really proud of? Since being a student, it could be a project, could be a class, could be, I didn't think I could do this. And like, I actually did really well at that. Well, 
for one thing, I didn't think I ever wanted to go to school because I didn't, you know, like, I'm not that smart. <laughs> what are you talking about? And I'm really, like, I'm getting on the president's list. Yeah. That's amazing 4.0. Oh, all right. Yeah. Heck yeah. And my, my GPA, I'm really proud of my GPA because I've worked really stinking hard for that thing. <laughs> and a lot of those classes are just, wow, a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm taking, you know, the harder you get in, you're going to get into those yeah. higher level classes, but I'm enjoying them. Okay. And that's awesome. And last semester, or no, this semester, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. I took an eight week. It's a 16 week class Ooh. in eight weeks. Okay. And I was like, all right, that's a choice. I don't, I don't know how I made that choice. That was not <laughs> a conscious choice, but I found that being very mindful of my schedule is super important now. Just, Wow. Because you have to make sure that you know that you are, okay, this is what I'm doing now. This is what I'm doing now. This is what I'm doing now. Mm -hmm. And make sure that you stay on task because, oh, that can get really overwhelming really quickly. How did you go about doing this? This is like a a point of like, I was awful at as a student. Very, very awful. I had to learn the hard way. Mm -hmm. Failed more classes than anyone else that I've usually worked with as a student. And I don't say that at a point of pride. I say that, like you said, for your kids of like, don't do what I did. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to work with students. So I had to learn the very hard way about time management and stuff. Oh, my gosh. So how did that go for you? Because, again, coming back as a student, mm-hmm. getting back into it. But you're not just doing the student thing. No. You're doing the work thing. Yes. You're doing the mom, the family thing, mm-hmm. the like everything, everything. So, like, how do you lay that out? Very intentional, Okay. very, very yeah. intentional scheduling. Mm-hmm. Like the last two weeks have taught me that I don't know anything about intentional scheduling <laughs> because I'm like, yeah. oh, yeah, we'll do this doctor's um, appointment. And then we'll do this doctor's appointment. And then we'll do this and then we'll do this. And I'm like, oh, 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 I have no time to get my homework done. And I cannot skip sleep. This is a 45 year old, six year old person. I cannot skip sleep. That is not happening anymore mm-hmm. in my life. I have to be, I'm, if I'm not in bed by 10, mm-hmm. you don't want to know me in the morning. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, it's not pretty at all. Mm-hmm. So making sure that I stay on task, I write everything down. I have mm-hmm. a schedule I have got to keep to, and I have learned this very important word. No. <laughs> and people do not get happy about me saying, no, right. I cannot accomplish that today. But I have found that is very valuable mm-hmm. in especially mental health. Mm-hmm. If you are too stretched, don't mm-hmm. overcommit mm-hmm. because then you're just going to disappoint everybody. You're having mm-hmm. all these balls in the air and everything will fall down. Mm-hmm. So I have learned to say, no, I can't do that right now. I know that that's hard for a lot of people to do oh, so very. much. Oh, very. If you were working with someone... And you knew that they'll commit to everything, Mm -hmm. but their results are like, I don't know. It might be there. They might not. Mm -hmm. Or the person that like does really great at that one thing. And you know that you can always reach out to them for that one thing. Mm -hmm. Who would you rather work with? Right. It's always going to be the person that you know can follow through. And Mm -hmm. like, is it annoying that sometimes they're not going to do anything else? Maybe. But we know that they can like really do a great job overall Mm -hmm. at whatever that means. So you're, you're totally right. What... Is it for you when trying to prioritize? Because you said sleep. I always say that with my students where I go, because my next follow-up question is like, how do you do stuff to keep yourself sane? Because like, we none of us can function as a machine. We're not no, like that. No, 
And I always say like, when was the last time you did something for yourself? And people, and I go, you can't do, I took a nap or I ate something. Those are required to be alive. <laughs> true, true. That's bare minimum of, of, of living and existing. So like, how do you build in that time for yourself? Because you have a lot of different things in the air right now trying to do that. Oh, true. And like you said, like keeping the sanity so you can be the best version, best parent, best student. Like, mm -hmm. how do you put in that time for yourself then to still do great? You're like, oh. That's uh, super uh, oh. cute. You think <laughs> that I have time for myself. Hilarious. My time for myself is the shower. Okay. Like legit. And I was actually use that as one of my um talking points in one of my classes because he was like how do you meditate i don't oh that's have a good time. No, that's great that's a good one the so, shower, i would say the shower yeah, yeah nobody bugs you there yeah you can think there or you can just be quiet well there. i guess how old your kids are i could still hear like mom right, like yes. I, I don't know i guess <laughs> my my youngest is 16 he is oh, not okay. gonna be bugging me in the okay. shower he yeah. thinks it's creepy and ill mom whatever <laughs> just go away and do your thing and i'll do my thing you know so i mean the only person that would bug me in the shower is my husband sure and most of the time he's doing you know other stuff, other stuff. we've okay. got two dogs and a cat most of the time gotcha. it has something okay. to do with the dogs okay. but yeah um there's no time for myself right now i'll push back a little bit okay. there's never a time where you're like listening to a podcast or a radio show or something that you enjoy doing that's just christine in the car in the car, whatever yes. does it okay what on is my it? commute okay what is it i will youtube and <laughs> yeah i love ryan george he does the okay. um pitch meetings and stuff like that oh okay funny. yeah yeah just hilarious yeah. and then there are times where i will be so stressed out i will do what i call like rage screaming okay. so judas priest uh red <laughs> um I, I already listened to all these heavy metal things anyway i'm really now into some german heavy metal it's great um you should check it out. It's really cool. No, but, I, I like I like Jewish priests. Yeah. Oh, true. <laughs> it's you not just, where I thought we were going. You're no. like, oh, I listen to these YouTube videos and they're fun and whatever. And then you're like, oh, but then I also get down to rage with Jewish priests. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you know, you crank it up. Yeah. You turn down the windows and you scream. Oh, you're screaming. Okay. Yes. All right. And it, it releases all that stress and all the yeah. tension. It gets all the poison out so that you yeah. can function. <laughs> I know. I know. Not a lot of people are like, uh, no. what's your favorite band? No, um, no, no. Yeah. Iron Maiden. You know, I'm not, I'm not laughing at you. I'm like, you know, you were referencing like, oh, would you meditate in the shower and stuff? And then you're like, well, I also scream down the highway. True. Listening to like, what, I'm trying to think of one of their songs, but okay. So rage yeah, screaming, screaming down the highway truly. To, to release the demons. To release, yeah, okay, truly. Got it. All right. Because you have like, there's so many poisonous thoughts. Sure. And we all have them and we all get stressed out and we all just drag. Yeah. This helps so yeah. much. But that's one of my processes. Some people yeah, just will not sure. get that's into you. that and stuff. But I yeah. really like, and I've talked to my kids about it. And my son goes, there was this one day he wanted to do it. And he started screaming and then he starts laughing because it's just <laughs> ridiculous that we're going down the highway. And I'm like, yeah. I'm screaming like, okay, Psycho Stick. I don't oh, know if oh. you know them, but their caffeine song is my theme song for okay. one thing. If you scream caffeine, okay. Okay. it's just therapeutic. Okay. It's super fun. So you just crank it up, okay. listen to it, start screaming the words, and then you feel so much better. It releases all those yeah. things. Yeah. 
I laugh because your genuineness in this, not at what you did or said or any of that, because taking that and owning that Mm -hmm. again, I can tell why like Christine was selected to be a part of this as our student of the month, um, as part of academic student success, her coach, Larry connected and said, whatever. I reached out and say, Hey, do you want to be in this podcast? And she said, yes. So you have a lot of these things down. When I work with students, that's one of the things that I ask. You're able to, this is what I do. This is what I have to do. Mm-hmm. I had to push back a little bit of like, hey, what do you do for yourself? And you're like, oh, I don't really do anything because you have so much going right. on for sure. You can't even think. You right. can't process. But you do have things to help balance yourself True. out. Because again, this is not for forever how busy you are. No, no. Because you're going to be on winter break, quote unquote. I know you have other life things going on that don't right. stop for winter break. But you get that break in that time frame, which is coming up. And I know everyone is like, can it just be Thanksgiving already? We're just so right. ready. We're ready truly, right now. truly, yeah. truly, truly. But I've got so much to do at the end of the semester. My daughter and I will sit there and go, <gasps> is it really almost time? Oh, my gosh. I've got blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And I'm, of course, helping her to get two places that she has to go to because she's in the sign language program sure. here. And you have so much outside of class that you have to commit to, Mm -hmm. to get done. And I try to help get her where she needs to be so she Mm -hmm. can get her hours. So I'm like, okay, well, you're going to do this. I'm taking my computer. I'm sitting here at, you know, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. owl cafe or, you know, or a big bee or whatever. And then when you're done, I'll come pick you up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, you know, at least I can get some homework Mm -hmm. done kind of, you know, snatch those Mm -hmm. moments and take advantage of that time. I've heard the term, I think it's like net time, like no extra time Mm. and like just fit it. Like, you know that you're going to do this at Mm -hmm. this point, Mm -hmm. do this. It's like when I go to the gym in the morning, I just will respond to the emails some, or I'll just like, that's when I have the ideas and process Mm -hmm. if I'm on the treadmill. So like I've told my supervisor, they're like, yeah, sorry. I send that email like 6 a.m. And they're like, yeah, are you okay? I was like, (laughs) oh yeah, I was just on the treadmill. And I was like, oh, this is an idea for a program we could do like whatever. But like. I'm doing it at that point, right. you know, because otherwise an email, you're not texting anybody. No, no, it's you not. don't want to. I'm, like, I'm not a nah. crazy person. Right. No. I'm not calling you. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Who calls people? Yeah. And I'd rather do that and think of fun and exciting things than I would just watch what's on the news and be like, oh, the market today, whatever. And I was like, okay, uh, I, like I just I'll get sucked into that. Please don't look at the market today. Please don't look at the market today. It's depressing. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> so to wrap it up and bring it back to everything, what would you tell Knowing what you know now, where you're at, Mm -hmm. how you're like navigating this. And although you're like maybe feeling at this point in the semester, like you're just holding on being like, (laughs) like we're almost there. Come on. But you're doing well, very well, extremely well. The best you can do. You're on the president's list 4.0 and everything. Again, congrats for that. Mm -hmm. What would you tell someone that is like thinking maybe about coming back, maybe Mm -hmm. doing Michigan Reconnect? Mm -hmm. Or what would you even tell yourself? In the beginning, because probably when you lo- were looking to restart, you were mm-hmm. like, uh, I don't, I, "Like I want to do this," but I'm also like, mm, "Can I do all these things?" Is this? I'm I'm assuming, right? What would you tell maybe previous you, and or someone that's like, "I I don't know if I want to come back." I think it's worth it. I okay. really do. Yeah, I wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't mm-hmm. because opportunity comes <laughs> is a yeah. big thing for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's investing in your future mm-hmm. is always a good investment, mm-hmm. but be intentional. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing mm-hmm. is a lot of people are not like 
super intentional, you've got to be intentional Hmm. because it's so much noise and everything and blah, blah, blah. It Mm -hmm. all, it all piles up and it's all overwhelming. Mm -hmm. But if you really are intentional, then you can block some of this stuff and learn to say no. Younger self did not understand those words. Mm -hmm. Younger self was, well, they asked, so I need to do it. Shut that down. No. Seriously. Because mental health right now, Mm -hmm. people really do need to focus on making sure they're okay. Yeah, And reaching out if they're not. Yeah, of course. And being intentional and being focused and being understanding and giving yourself some slack because... You can't be super person. You can't do everything and you can't do it by yourself. If my husband wasn't home helping me out at home, I couldn't do this. I have a good support system. Mm -hmm. I have people that are like my son and my daughter. Come on, mom. How are you doing on your homework? You know, Mm -hmm. pushing back. I have people in my life that are like, okay, what are you going to do? How are you going to do it? I had a very great principal who just got his doctorate when I was working there. Wow. Okay. And he was talking to me about going back to school. Really? Because he goes, literally a custodian, which is an amazing, amazing job. And you invest in these kids. But for one thing, my body was not keeping up anymore because I have um, some disabilities. So it's like I've got to kind of focus on being able to sit down and, Mm -hmm. you know, invest my mind. Yeah. In something else. So he was really helpful Mm -hmm. with that. Um, So having people that are encouraging and are, you know, are holding you accountable and helping you to be able to succeed is huge. And the success coaches are amazing. (laughs) I have to plug. Did not love to say that. I did not. (laughs) Um, Larry um, texts me every once in a while. Hey, how's it going with this? And it actually that holds me accountable as well because I'm like, oh. Yeah, yeah, I probably should have done that like two weeks ago. Let me get it done and then I'll, oh, yes, I did that. Thank you. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, truly. Because you you guys will help mm-hmm. us to be able to, and all you guys want to do is make sure that we succeed in what we want to do. Yeah. And bravo to LCC for having this program because this was not here in 2012. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a successful coach that I could go over and say, yeah, my financial is screwing up. How can, how can I navigate that? Mm-hmm. And I think that would have been very valuable back then. So take advantage of your entire network mm-hmm. and be able to succeed. So go for it. Awesome. But look at the market and make sure that you're doing it strategically. <laughs> for sure. Those are a lot of wise words. Thank you so much for chatting with us and like having your experience and everything. I'm excited for you to move to taking classes at the university center. That'll be fun. Figuring out which school that is for you. Mm-hmm. And then like moving on to the thing that you really want to do, which is empowering people. That yeah. really speaks volumes. Thank you. So thank you I so much. It. Thanks for the opportunity. I appreciate it. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to the success scenario. You can listen to this episode and past episodes anytime online at lccconnect.org. The Success Scenario is a program dedicated to inspiring students towards a path of success. I'm Dustin Abrego, and if you're a current LCC student with a great story to share or know someone with a story to share, connect with me on Twitter or at LinkedIn at Dustin, 
Abrego, A-B-R-E-G-O. Until next time, success starts with you.